do you think that a website can't do anything for your business? I mean, I'm gonna tell you a dirty little secret that most agencies won't tell you. Building a website is not a magic fix to your online presence. I often hear from my customers that they built a website before and quote, nothing happened. Well, of course not. This isn't field of dreams. You can't just build a website and hope that people will come to it. You have to work to bring people back to your website over and over again. Now, there are many ways you can drive people to your website to hopefully get them to convert and become a leader customer. But in my nearly 20 years in this industry, I often see business owners missing this one key tactic to drive continual traffic to their websites. You're listening to the Captain Coder podcast. Each week, I take you through actionable strategies that can help you scale your service-based business online. I'm your host, Marisa Vanskyver, aka Captain Coder. If you want to boost new and returning traffic to your website, you need a blog. Now, I'm not sure if any business owner I've talked to ever likes this answer. Um, a few do. Admittedly, most grown <laughs> when I tell them that this is this is going to be helpful for them. Listen, blogging on a regular basis can be one of the best ways to not only attract traffic to your website, but it can also help you get more leads and build trust with your audience. Now, let's just let's just talk about a couple statistics here that are important to this. Studies constantly show that B2B companies who use blogs can receive more leads, up to 67% more leads than companies who don't have one. More than that, blogs have a lot of trust built into them. They're considered the fifth most trusted source for accurate information online. It's probably because people see that you've written an article, they assume you've done your research because it's longer you know, what you can say about assumptions, but it still means trust and it helps you build that trust. Now, before you go thinking that this still doesn't apply to you in your business, think again. 80% of internet users interact with both social media and blogs. That means we're looking at a variety of things on the internet. That also means that creating regular, helpful content for your dream customer can be one of the best ways to bring them into your sphere of influence and get them to start following and even buying from you. Now, one of the main reasons that I love blogs is they boost your SEO. Great articles, writing great blog articles can be your SEO secret weapons. Think about the last time that you were trying to figure out how to DIY something. What kind of result was coming up most often? Listen, it's not going to be a business's homepage. It's their blog article that matches your search. That same concept can and should apply to you. If you want to attract new people into your business, you need to create consistent content that answers their questions and begins to provide them with solutions. When you write a blog article, it is also far easier to target specific keywords and key phrases to improve your overall search engine ranking, thus increasing your visibility to customers. Plus, blogs can be found via Google search for years. 
one article that you write that you might spend a couple hours writing, but one article can live longer and bring you more traffic and leads than a single social media post ever hopes to. Okay, so hopefully at this point, I have got you believing that blogs can be beneficial for your business, even if you're just kind of like getting some ideas. But here's where I feel a lot of people get tripped up. The mechanics of actually running a blog. If you've never had a blog before, or you don't currently have one set up on your website, or you just don't post, you may not really understand where all of this goes. So one thing I want to note before we delve any further into this podcast episode is let's talk about where your blog should live, like where it exists online. Now, your blog should be part of your website. It will just live in a slightly different section of your website. For instance, if you go to capcoder.com forward slash blog, you'll see all of my recent blog posts or articles that live under that one page. Now, each article has its own separate URL, but my website is set up to recognize them as a blog article instead of a page on my site, which helps with the organization. Now, with WordPress, this is really easy to set up. In fact, most WordPress themes have this ready and available for you to use more more or less immediately um, because WordPress started as a blogging platform. So they have blogs baked right into what they do. When you log into your WordPress admin side, you're going to see a section called posts in your left hand menu. Those are your blog articles. To write a new article, you just have to go to posts, add new, and fill in the content. Now, if you're on Squarespace, Wix, or something similar, you're going to want to check their documentation. Um, admittedly, I tried to look up how Squarespace did it, and um, it didn't make a lot of sense to me. Um, but if you're really into Squarespace, you might you know, be able to find how, how you create a blog pretty quickly. Um, they call them posts, mostly as well, or blogs. That's another way, another place to look for them. You have your blog set up now, you're ready to go, um, but like, how do you blog? I think where a lot of my clients get tripped up and a lot of people in this industry get tripped up is when it comes to blogging, um, we make it feel like it's far more overwhelming than it really needs to be. Instead of calling it blogging, think of it as writing short, informative articles for your audience. These articles don't need to be overly long, I'd recommend at least 500 to 1,000 words. Now, granted, the longer the article, the better your results can be. But the point here is to just get started and make this a habit. So you want to work up to maybe some of those longer articles, but you want to do something that is doable for you. Now, when you can, I would highly recommend that you use images within your blog articles too. Again, WordPress makes this really easy for you to add graphics within the text of your post. These images will not only help you rank on search engines, they'll just allow you to break up your text and make it easier to read because you're giving, you're literally giving people an, an eye rest and they're going to see something different and they're going to respond to it differently. And then if you go to today's blog episode two that is attached to this um, podcast episode at cappedcoder.com forward slash 58, you're gonna see images within the blog screenshots that help just drive the point home of what I'm trying to say. Now you also want to break everything up with 
headlines. Using headlines throughout your article allows for easier skimming. I mean, come on, we, we, we all do it. And it helps your customers get to the parts that matter the most to them. And of course, the most important thing to remember here is who you're writing for. Anything you write about needs to be something that answers a question for your ideal customer, helps them get a quick win, or gets them to open their mind to a service or solution that they actually need. You might be trying to change their mind, trying to persuade them, but you want them to go from point A to point B in some regard throughout your blog article. Okay, the joy of blogging is once you start, are you ever allowed to stop? Um, No, it's like Pringles. (laughs) You won't be able to. Now listen, if you want to get the most value out of your blog, including SEO, you'll want to create that content consistently. Say that five times fast. That means releasing a new blog article on the same schedule. Now, if you choose to blog monthly, so you want to write a post once a month, then you want to post that new article on the same day every month. So say you want to, you know you want to write one blog per month, that's what you can handle. You're going to release those on the first Tuesday at 9 a.m. That's it. Then people know when they can come back and find new articles from you. Now, if you choose to release on a weekly schedule, you'll want to have that released on the same day and time every week. For instance... All of my blogs post on Tuesdays at 6 a.m. Central Time. Um, You can also have it be Wednesday afternoon or Friday during lunch. It just depends on what you think works for you and for your audience. Now, while I want you to get started, and I don't want this to feel overwhelming for you, I will say that your best option here is to release a new blog every week. That helps you build a better connection with your audience, keeps your content fresh, and builds up your article volume faster. This doesn't have to be as hard as you think it is either. The great thing about WordPress is that you can write several blog articles in one session because we all know, especially with writing, it is far easier to batch when we're in the groove, and then schedule them to release them on a specific day or time. So if you have a WordPress website and you go to the add new blog post, you'll notice next to the publish a media option at the top right of your WordPress posts, there's a little edit button. Now, if you hit that button, you'll be able to schedule the day and time you want your blog to go live. And the cool thing here is once you've clicked OK on that, your publish button actually changes to a schedule button and then it will schedule it out. It'll go live when you need it to. You can write a blog six months before it goes live if you want to. So this can work to really be batchable and really easily doable for you. And of course, not all of us enjoy the blinking curse in the empty Google Doc. I get that. I understand that I think for a lot of my clients and a lot of people that I've talked to, blogging can be very hard to get started with if you've never done it before, and it can be really hard to make it consistent. And a lot of times it's, well, I don't know. I'm not much of a writer. I was never good at writing in school, this, that, or the next thing. Thankfully, there are newer AI tools like ChatGPT that can make this a whole lot easier. Okay, I want to clarify. 
before I go any further, I'm not saying that you use ChatGPT to write your entire blog article for you. Don't do that. But you can use it as a tool to get topic ideas and to help you generate ideas for your blog and to get started. I think one of the most difficult things, honestly, with blogging is knowing what to even write about. For me too, once I get started, once I know my topic, I start getting ideas, I can start Googling and researching, filling out an outline, whatever. I can go to ChatGPT and have it spit out kind of an outline suggestion too. That gets me started. But knowing the topic I even want to start with, that's hard. Now, you can choose topics from your most frequently asked questions things you see others in your industry saying that you think are just wrong. Um, I do that all the time. (laughs) Or you can have ChatGPT help you generate some ideas. Now, if you want to get up to 90 days of content ideas for your business in just a few minutes, I've got you covered with some ChatGPT prompts. Now, I have a cheat sheet available for you that will help you use ChatGPT effectively meaning you get the best possible answers out of it. And you can get 90 days of weekly content topics and even outlines in a matter of minutes. If you want to download that, you just need to go to cappedcoder.com forward slash AI to download. It's also linked in today's show notes. Now, one final thing I want to say before I leave you today, your blog's don't have to be just a one and done thing. It's not all of this work to hope that this one blog is going to bring you content and bring you or bring you customers and bring you traffic. The great thing about blogging is that you can turn that long form content into multiple pieces of content. So for instance, a single blog post can become a podcast script, a video, multiple social media posts for weeks. I post social media articles about a blog post I wrote six weeks before, and it can even become a basis for an email to your list. When you start with a blog, you're creating a great foundation of content that can stretch further and live longer. It's simply the best way to start building and growing your online business. If you loved our episode today, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or share this with an entrepreneur friend of yours who needs to hear it. Now, if you have questions about today's episode, reach out at cappedcoder.com. That's C-A-P-T coder.com or on Instagram at Captain Coder. Thanks so much for tuning in and talk to you next week.